Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Rosecast, the number one Bachelorette recap podcast, hosted by Mel and Rachel, best friend duo, most anticipated episode of the season. Number one mental all. Oh, yeah. Interracial duo. Before we find out if AB watched that. <laughs> announcement. It's finally here. Our September to remember refer a friend sales event. <laughs> refer, also known as refer September. a friend month. <laughs> September to remember. Oh, refer my friend, goodness. Yeah, here it is. Oh, wow. Been pushing this off. <laughs> but it's here. September to remember. Here's how it works. Pretty easy. Yeah, how's it work? Yeah, if you know someone you think might enjoy the show, if you know someone who watches The Bachelor and doesn't listen to this specific Bachelor recap podcast, maybe people you know watched Bachelor Bachelorette but said, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to stop watching. But we don't want those people. They don't watch the show. Yeah, we want people that like that used to like the franchise that don't oh, that's watch, our and we're now. watching it for them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the people so I'm you talking don't have to about. Watch. Yeah, the people that are no longer watching, but maybe a one time watched, or maybe yeah. would watch. <laughs> and if you want, if you want to hear people describe the slow death of the franchise, tune into the Rosecast. <laughs> because that's what this mental all was. It was the last twitches. <laughs> of a dying franchise. We'll get to it later. Anyway, here's how it works. So you tell yeah, them, it work. If you want to get, we're, we're going to give away some stickers and maybe a oh, t-shirt or two at the end of the month. Yeah, wow. I, feel like, I don't, I don't know how to do remember. it. Got the big inflatable man waving his hands. <laughs> yeah, the inflatable arm feeling <laughs> too, man. Yeah. Send a screenshot to the mailbag if you send a text to somebody or something. 773-234-7794. I will also count any tagged Instagram story where you tag us. I love a good Instagram story. If you have a private account, we can't see it, just so you know. So you will have to send us a screenshot of that tag to be entered to win stickers and maybe t-shirts. We'll see what the ledger's looking like come October. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Simple. Wow. Simple. So... September, remember, is there anything, sales event. Is there, I've been kicking around, uh, um, I've been kicking around some refer a friend month ideas myself, too. Let's hear them. 
I've been thinking about like a marketing, like a pyramid scheme. Like you get yeah. people and then they get people. You get something if they refer friends. Yeah, I like that. I like <laughs> pyramid schemes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into, I almost, so when you I almost joined refer- one out of college. There weren't many options. <laughs> <laughs> you refer two people, then you need those two people to refer two people, and we keep going down. That's what I'd like to see. Pyramid scheme. <laughs> That's what I would like to see here. Yeah, well, that'll amplify month. your entries. Uh, you can also make a donation, and we'll double your entry. Your donation to the Ribbon AB Fund. <laughs> Uh, no, we also will have a couple merch designs hopefully coming. I know I've been saying wow. that forever, but it's, it's exciting. September to remember. What a name. September to remember. Refer a friend sales event. <laughs> Market going scheme. on now. Yeah, I might put a journey song in the background of that intro. So it's a true car commercial. <laughs> anyway, mental all. Let's get to it. Sponsored by Virgin. Sponsored by Mental oh, so you did watch Sponsored it. by Virgin. Yeah, I've watched. I watched it all. Yeah. I was hoping you wouldn't. The, my I didn't gags take be good funny. notes, though, Rim. You good. can't make me take good notes. I didn't do it. I did. I, my my notes are just one takeaway from each segment, and that's okay. it. So there's no, there's no. We're not going scene by scene for what I, I consider that, to be the worst and most insulting tell-all I've ever seen. Um, I have my reasons oh, is, why. That's not what they do. <laughs> this is not usual. What what's wrong? I haven't watched in years. I'll get to it. I'll I'll do my monologue at the end. I haven't watched in five years of mental all. Rim Rim's mental all to remember monologue event. I didn't mind it. I kinda had it on in the background. Wasn't paying full yeah, attention. If you don't watch, wasn't I'm taking sure it notes. Was great. <laughs> I was just kind of chilling. Every once in a while, something would happen. Jesse would type something up, and then he'd come out and do it, and then the crowd would It'd go crazy. Like the, you like the tell-alls. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, on, in the background? Sure. I'm in. Let's get to it. First, uh, Jesse in studio, I just wanted to call this out. He says, so far the season has lived up to all the hype. Uh-uh. Double the drama, double the something else. I forgot. I would like to dispute this claim. We've had less of both. <laughs> Much less. And what hype? There was there was no hype. There was concern. There was a lot of concern heading into it. There wasn't like, whoa, two bachelorettes. This is going to be better than ever. No one thought that. <laughs> less drama, less love, less everything. Less of everything. Rachel and Avon hometown, daytime. In Salem, Massachusetts. I was concerned they were going to do this. I wasn't sure if I was going to watch, for one. I was afraid they were going to do the Avon stuff in the middle because would, they kind of, why would you think that they kind of, well, they went to the studio at first and then it was like, I wasn't sure what was going on. I didn't know what was going on. So they, that's kind of what we do. They'd make you watch. They'd make yeah, you that's what I was the afraid they were going to do. Yeah. <laughs> like they'd put it at the end. Power rankings, Salem based, Salem based, witch slash Halloween related movies. Number okay, one, what do you got? <laughs> number one, The Crucible. Huge Crucible <laughs> fan. For some reason, I watched this as a child. It's not a children's <laughs> movie. I, I am a fan the of The Crucible. The Crucible with Daniel Day-Lewis and Winona Ryder. Adult. Number two, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> people might think wow, Hocus Pocus is number one. Those people haven't seen have The some, Crucible. <laughs> listen, <laughs> that's... When you said that, I thought Hocus Pocus would be one. People are going to be happy with that. Uh, I don't care. Uh, they can watch Hocus Pocus too. Have you know? Have a ball watching the new one that's coming out soon with the same cast. Apparently, yeah, they're coming back. 
Disney number Plus. three, Hubie Halloween. I haven't seen it. But <laughs> what the hell I'm is not here Hubie to Halloween? Adam, Sandler, Adam Sandler's been on a heater, and I'm not going to tell you otherwise. Wow. Those are my power rankings. Uh, Rachel, nervous about meeting his parents because they even told her they independently did not like his exes. So we were getting set up on the heels of Tino's bad hometown to have a redo of that. Rachel was very nervous. She t- explains this to Ava, and Ava's like, why do you say that? And she's like, well, you well, told me you it was going to go bad. <laughs> of course. So I'm th- I think it's going to go bad. There is evidence that uh, this occurred. They recorded this before Tino's. Oh. So it was that not. That would make sense then. It was not on her mind. She was not reeling from Tino's bad hometown. I could, I'd, I'd buy that, yeah. The only concern was that of what he said earlier. Yeah. Anything else at the daytime? Um, I got a couple things about the gift shop. What's like to, going on with the gift well, shop? Well, I'd like to hook Lorelai up to a lie detector test, with all oh, due respect. The, the, <laughs> you're talking about the the magic stuff, the magic. Whatever, it was a gift shop. I don't know. The love witch Lorelai. Called it the oldest shop in the country. I feel like that's... She called it the oldest shop in the country? Something along those lines. I feel like that's... Either tough to prove or provably false. One of the two. <laughs> At the gift shop, Lorelai takes them in back and casts her, her famous love spell over them. Uh, she seemed to know quite a bit about their specific storyline. Yeah. Was this witchcraft or some sort of palm reading situation? Like, what was going on here? She was giving, giving advice based on reading their palms, it seemed, but she's supposed to be the love witch. Lorelai seemed to be more along the lines of an amusement park witch, and I would have preferred a real deal like Wiccan. <laughs> someone who doesn't play games with witchcraft. <laughs> the Lorelai the definitely Salem plays experience. games. Yeah, there's a little bit of... <laughs> to Rachel, she says, you need clarity. That's just something you say to Bachelor Bachelorettes. That's, yeah. You didn't get that from... You're telling me you got that from her palm there? Is that what you're telling me, Lorelai? Hey, man, I don't know the science behind it. <laughs> How about the nighttime? Well, first, do you want to? Do you have anything to say about the witch? Then smack. So they put together a love. St- I don't. I don't know what they were doing. A spell. She cast a love spell upon them, which seems like an unfair st- advantage to him. But there's physical stuff on the table that signified their love. I don't think they showed us everything. Then oh. she knocked the table over. Lorelai knocked it over. Lorelai knocked it over. Yes. Now it was a, a table. You know, a booby trap table. Home Alone table. Something you'd set up for Sugar glass or something. Yeah, no, it was a glass on top of like a tiny, tiny oh, it was little... It just balancing on a little... It was just balancing on something, so she nudged it a bit and then smashed to the ground. They. I don't think that was on purpose because she seemed upset oh, I don't think about it was on everything. She was no. like, who's going to pay for this? I watched it. And they were joking about it. She was like, oh, that's a bad element, Rachel said. And then she was like, I got to clean... Who's going to clean this shit up? <laughs> They were messing around and Lorelai's like scrambling on the ground. She's like, can one of you help me pick this up? Yeah, she was legit upset. Not (laughs) planned. She knocked it over. Yeah. The nighttime portion of the hometown was preceded by Will, her parents, like Rachel. Interesting note, too. The parents hadn't been in a room together since they divorced when he was in college. So almost 10 years or so, it seems. Interesting storyline there. When they walked in, they, they were... They were sitting next to each other and mm-hmm. maybe smiling. Was there smiles? 
little parent trap situation. Maybe the whole reason <laughs> Avon went on the show so he could make it to hometowns and trick them into rekindling their love. That's, they should make a movie about that. <laughs> uh, you know, typical stuff to start. I'm not going to sit here and act like this hometown is even worth analyzing. It went how you expected it would go. They start off, they say, oh, we knew right away. I mean, mm-hmm. if you've heard one meet the family opening small talk discussion, you've heard them all. You could oh, have no, had this t- on mute and, and did the voices yourself. I was told Avon's dad and mom would be tough on Rachel, and that was a lie. You want to talk about lie detectors? Yeah. That was a lie. Confirmed. Arthur was a little tough. I was hoping they didn't get along with each other. That's best case scenario. Obviously, we wanted them not. Obviously, we wanted them going back and forth with each other. Okay? They did. Making it about themselves. (laughs) Yes. That's what we wanted, of course. When I found out they hadn't seen each other in years and years, I wanted there to be some fireworks related to that. Arthur had a little bit of John Grisham lawyer movie quality to him in the Mm. way he asked his questions. He was like, can you, Avon (laughs) Jones, in this courtroom today, commit? The answer was yes. The answer was yes from him, and the the answer answer was yes yes for Rachel. I thought it's fun. I felt the questions weren't tough enough for what I was... Imagine being the the sp- the person that... Or the ex of Avon that had gone there and they didn't like them. I don't understand. What did they do? Because Rachel didn't do anything to make them like the like her. He, uh, Arthur was asked that a her lie? Like, it might have been. Arthur asked her, like, hey, what did you like about Avon? And she's like, well, it's just... It's indescribable. It was a... She said indescribable. It was indescribable. Yeah, so you it can't was describe Ryan, anything. It was a Ryan moment. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> they both want to get engaged, it seems. Yeah, it sounds like it. Arthur did ask her if, more or less, are you ready to declare him the winner? She wasn't really ready, ready to commit wasn't to that. Ready. He was like, oh, no. well, you know, give him yeah, another I shot. Almost I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, almost gotcha. <laughs> anything? I mean. No, nothing here. It's an easy date for her. All right. How about outside when he says he's falling in love with her? I thought I I wrote here that this was a cakewalk compared to Tino. Not th- I think thinking it was a cakewalk this was compared to an Tino. average hometown. Yeah, there's nothing. There's only two people for one. That's a good point. And it's not at their home. They're at like they rented out like a neutral a location room in a seafood restaurant. It appeared so just a casual quick meetup. With quick. the parents, very quick. Not even a full night. We're not even do. We're not. We're not doing anything. We often discuss Rachel's reactions to these declarations, and if we feel they are, yeah, her wanting to be the bachelorette, or feel like the bachelorette, or her wanting it from the person who's declaring it. I got the feeling this was the latter. She really wanted to hear it from Avon. I do too. I didn't gain anything from watching this two hours no. of television, but except no, we're all dumber. that little morsel, <laughs> when he said, I'm falling in love with you, the reaction she gave him was not the same as everyone else. I got, this is, re- she wanted that from Avon. I feel like he moved up a couple steps on my list. Well, there's only three people. Couple steps. Tino, Zach, and Avon. You do the math. I still think he's third. A couple steps. Out of those three. I don't. Is each step a, a rank? 
Spot. Is I'm it- moving Avon slightly above, right on line with Tino. That's where I'm moving him. That's huge. Then the reaction was genuine. Yeah. I didn't. I wasn't expecting that. She seemed ex- actually excited, not like bachelor, Rhett, yeah, bachelorette yeah. excited. Like this is, I'm just happy these guys are telling me I love you. Seemed- I think it was I love I I love this or I'm falling in love with him too. I'm just happy he said that. Well, she better not say that because she's already said that to Tino. Yeah, you can't. There's no take backs. The thing with Tino, the emotions, the adrenaline and emotions were running so high from the from the actual meetup with the parents. Who know? I don't. I don't trust what was going on there. What so she you said. You don't count that. I just You're not don't counting f- that declaration. I'm, gonna, I'm not. I need to see more from that from that relationship. I just think everything was like it went from her parents. One of the worst experiences. Maybe if her life was talking to her Tino's dad, and then Tino's saying "I love you" in the outside, she's probably just relieved to be out of there. I don't know. I don't know. That could blow up next week or whenever we get to Tino's overnight date. Eventually, they're gonna have to talk about Tino's parents. That's the first thing they talk about. I'm sure on the okay. on the date. Men tell all. One takeaway per segment, followed by a uh, how to fix men tell all or how to fix tell alls. Mm. They can be fixed. I'm most interested in that. You have to just you have to tear it down like Tiger Woods a swing. You have to start from <laughs> scratch. <laughs> totally get rid of everything you know about this. It's not that drastic of a change. We're gonna, you know, tweak it a little bit. Yeah, well, how drastic could you have it? It's fucking. It's, it's pretty, pretty cookie it's pretty, cutter. It's almost. It's borderline. Never do them again because they're pointless. But okay, segment one. The big takeaway is Roby cut and bleached his hair in an effort to stand out in the crowd. Of course, of course. That's did. my big takeaway. <laughs> Roby was ready to roll. There's always the guys who are barely on who are ready to get in the mix. Roby was sent home. One of what was it? Three people. Him and Two. the twins. So, oh yeah, well yeah. If you count well, the twins, you count two people, the twins which you probably should. <laughs> so two, I count them as one in my head. Two of thirty-one or however many it was got sent home. He had, you know, two minutes of airtime on this show, and he was here to show out. And the, the haircut was the first thing. That's what he did. He cut it and dyed it. Remember, he had shaggy he was hair. Unrecogni- he was unrecognizable. I didn't know honestly. who it was. I I had no idea who it was until they said. Sub takeaways, socks are out. Socks remain out. Socks are out. And also there was a guy who did something bad, and he's sorry, and he wants to be a beacon of hope for others. <laughs> Anything else on segment one? Uh, I think uh, the guys just got annoyed with Roby. That was just the main thing. Like, yeah. this guy's trying to steal the show. Um, I didn't see Roby in Paradise. That seems like a miss. He's probably booked yeah. up though. He's probably booked, he's with probably gigs. booked up. <laughs> he's he's got a residency somewhere. <laughs> Segment two, Logan in the hot seat. Um one thing I noticed was Hayden is not there. The guys are taking turns saying that he's bad and also repurposing jokes they saw online. That is one thing I've noticed in the last few years is people come ready to unleash a prepared joke. That they read a meme in a tweet roundup article on Bustle. And it's a contest to see who can get it out first. 
Yeah, because they all have the same jokes. Yeah. The one thing I noted was I feel like Jacob was getting the brunt of the Hayden because Hayden didn't show up. So they kind of lumped those two together. I don't really remember. Like Jacob said something kind of bad, I guess. He said you were if you're the only person here, I'd leave and you're smoking hot. He said you're smoking hot, though. He was he was. Yeah, it was dumb as hell that he said that, but I feel like Hayden was, at the time, got, was the villain. Jacob, nobody cared about Jacob, but because Jacob was exactly, there, yeah. he took the brunt of Hayden's, of the abuse. He had to give, brunt, like, though. two apologies. His apologies were, let me get out ahead of this so I don't have to deal with anything. <laughs> he was and I think crying that during of one of the apologies. The yeah, he you would have thought anything. he did something a lot worse. <laughs> he didn't do anything. Uh, this is, I also felt like, because Hayden wasn't there, and you said he wasn't, didn't show, I wouldn't be shocked if he wasn't invited, because they are, I think they are actively trying to reduce the mean-spirited nature oh. of the tell-alls, which, yeah. I guess on paper sounds like a good What's idea, the point but then of when the it occurs, then? it's like, wow, this is actually really boring, then. Well, you gotta have Hayden there. Hayden wasn't there, and I found it interesting, this is a, this environment is a real, like, eye for an eye environment because someone would be like whoa tisk tisk Hayden you you need to learn how to be respectful to others also Hayden's a dumb bitch with breath that stinks <laughs> like a dog am I right everybody and everybody's like yeah fuck him it's like well I thought we were I don't know I thought we were being respectful I thought that was the issue with what he said it was, it was disrespectful <laughs> anyway Logan I thought did pretty good on the the Nazi I thought he did a yeah, a logical defense of well, we are two people who almost sided with Logan in his decisions and didn't really see other options for him. So I don't, I don't know. I didn't need an, I didn't really need an apology from him for one. They tried to make it seem like it was a bad thing that he did and he deserved chastising, but yeah, not really. No one really seemed interested in giving. Nobody it to cared. Him. He didn't get, like, the crowd was the same as what we're saying here. The crowd wasn't, wasn't lathered up, ready to kill Logan. That's that's why this tell-all was a bad idea. We didn't really have, like, Hayden's the villain? I don't even remember Hayden. Jacob had to give an apology? I don't, I didn't remember what he did. No, that I was so insignificant. Up. Yeah, there's no Chad here. People hate there's no Chad. Chad. There's no Lee. Remember Lee? Remember Lee? Lee. The crowd was... Thirsty. <laughs> Blood. The guys thirsty. were thirsty. Genuine thirst. I wasn't pandering thirst. They were like, I need <laughs> no, to fucking talk to Lee. I gotta talk to Lee. Yeah. <laughs> and then they did the cruise lines and everybody got a free cruise. Yeah, did you... So, uh, did you have a problem with how Jesse framed this? Everyone here is gonna have a life-changing experience. There are people online that had an issue with it, Rim. Let me read you a headline. Oh. Is this the headline of the week? I got a couple. Okay. This is from Yahoo. Bachelorette fans annoyed by change your lives forever claim made by host Jesse Palmer. What is your thought? Do you already ask me? There's no other details from the article. They're just annoyed. I'm not reading that article. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not reading that article. I already know what it. They're upset that he said that's life changing. They don't think it's life changing. What do you think? I would never go on a cruise, as you know. Yeah. It would, I know. If I got a free one, I would sell it on eBay immediately. I'd ask for a physical <laughs> gift card voucher, and I would sell it. But if I ha- couldn't do that and I had to go on the cruise, I would change my life forever for the worse. I'd get dysentery or whatever they get on cruises. I'd be puking the whole time, seasickness. 
I don't know. That's that's a pretty big gift for. That's what I thought. That's I, a big I'm deal. Kind of the, I'm the other way. Yeah, I was uh, the uh, I was I saw this on Twitter too. People upset about Jesse. I thought that's this a was gift. appropriately <laughs> worded. That's a life changing gift. You didn't. You showed up to this free thing to watch this dumb reunion show. Yeah, and you're getting a free cruise. That's a free cruise. Enormous. <laughs> <laughs> that's life changing. You'll remember that cruise forever. You're gonna plan your life. You're getting next to go on a bachelorette this. cruise on in, on Virgin. On the Virgin cruise ship? Are you crazy? And that's just not any cruise. This top of the line stuff. That would that's be like if line. someone said you get a free airline voucher for a year. You can fly anywhere in the world, first <laughs> class. That doesn't affect you at all. That's not a big. That's life changing. That's Jesse's... a life changing <laughs> gift. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm always up for bashing Jesse and some of the stuff I'm not, he does. The guy's fine. He's just doing his job. Nobody he's cares, fine. good he's, or bad. It's he's fine. fine. Who cares? But this was appropriately worded. People are always saying they're they're overhyping stuff. This was hyped appropriately. It would have been hyped no matter who, in a similar fashion, no matter who the host was. That I can tell you. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Jesse's just playing ball. Nobody plays ball quite like Jesse. Segment three: Nate in the hot seat. So we have not discussed this here, but there has Nate has found himself in hot water off screen. If you watched, you know. Two of his exes revealed he was dating them simultaneously, unbeknownst to either of them. Yeah. And I believe one of them says she was never informed about his daughter. After like a year and a half. Uh, after a year and a half, whom you discussed openly on television. My takeaway here is they are keeping Nate's reputation in good condition because they feel he can be an asset to them moving forward. So they put him in a position to come off well. The say something to your daughter question, he obviously knew was coming, so that was a prepared... He knew all these questions were coming to him. This is a prepared yeah. interview. Him and Jesse did a walkthrough before, okay? They sat down, did a walkthrough. From what we've seen on screen, Nate is a good and thoughtful extemporaneous speaker. That is his appeal. Yeah. This did come off to... I'm not doubting that he wouldn't have been able to handle this on his own. It felt like they... Like, this was a coaching... I'm, yeah, I'm with you. 100%. Here are the questions. Here's maybe what, how you should spin it type of thing. They wanted him to come off as good as And he did. He knocked out of the park, great. to use a Chino term. Absolutely. Yeah. We're in agreement. That, that was my takeaway from this, is they wanted Nate to come off well. Yeah, I don't think he'll be the Bachelor because of this, because of that stuff. But Back it was pocket, possible. Though. But also, it's not completely out of the question. If you need a guy in the pinch, you get the guy with the kid and the... the everyone liked for a long time so you yeah i agree an asset moving forward they could have put him in a situation for that to be impossible they could have grilled him and asked follow-up questions they, they could have allowed the other guys comment on the situation as well yeah negative where they're like trying to positive character where there was just like, one actually Nate made me a better yeah, man <laughs> there was just one guy i can't remember his name anymore the Alec? Yeah, the cool earrings. Alec. He came back and was like, yeah, Nate's a great guy. That was the only comment they allowed from the from the actual cast. So, yeah, they yeah. could have made it. They could have they could have lit into Nate and made it much harder. No, they're protecting. You got to protect your guys. Protect, you yeah. got to protect your guys. Segment four, Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, they showed a trailer. Andrew, Serene, Victoria F. and Genevieve were there. Jesse says he was surprised to see Victoria here. It's, it's like, I think she's an Instagram model. I don't know what, why she, I can't think of anyone I think would be there more. I think she has 
she has an a huge antagonistic, following. but no, it's about her relationship with the show. I don't think she was pleased with how she was portrayed oh, on Peter's was? season. Oh, okay. I don't think she's participated in Bachelor Nation stuff as much. Mm. That's my guess. Yeah, but if you're a if you're an influencer and you have a chance to go back on television, I don't think you're going to turn that down. I this just seems don't. right up her alley. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would have been stunned if she wasn't on this. Bachelor in Paradise is the best show in the franchise. It's not even close. Full stop. They seem to be leaning into the fun nature of it. They've almost promised that there will not be heavy storylines. Jesse said, like, now more than ever, we just want to turn our brains off and watch, you know, people on the beach. This beach. He called it the most shocking, sexy, and funniest season in Bachelor history, and I've never heard the F word used to describe funny officially a season. And these these seasons are funny. They're funny. Just by nature, they're, they're funny. They're always funny. Yeah. So that's saying something. Funny people are always well, it on could be them. a lie. <laughs> it could, it could well, be of course, bullshit. it could be a lie. <laughs> but it's interesting you said that. Funny, in particular? That's not a word you associate with the no. franchise. So that's interesting. It looks like there's going to be a Casa Amor type twist. Do you think you picked up on that? Yeah. Do you? Th- what did you call it? Casa Amor. That's from Love. That's what they call Love Island when they send oh, one okay. group away. That's what to it's going to be. With new people. It's got to be right. They send out the group that. of girls that look like the girls were leaving. And then they, you shuffle in a whole new set of whole girls for group, a couple of days. What happens. No you warning. see what happens. And then you bring the other ones back. And there's obvious friction amongst those two groups. You have to do that. That's yeah, it's great. Yeah, I'm sure they'll great. they need to do it with both sides. The guys do it once and the girls do it once. I'm sure they will. Do you want to do uh power rankings of who you're most excited for on on Bachelor in Paradise on our Patreon? Well, cross we promotion. That. I don't know if that's enough of a selling point to be like, well, I got to hear the power. Right <laughs> it might be. We got to pay up for that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I do that this week on, on uh, look at that. the cast. Look at the full cast. Give me a power rankings. I'm going to do the same. Um, yeah, that'll be it. Uh, segment five. My main takeaway. I really like Gabby's dress. It had some sort of diamond salamander on the shoulder. Maybe an al- it was a reptile of some variety. There was a little segment about Mario maybe not committing to Gabby. I didn't. I don't know. I don't care. No, don't care. Uh, segment six. More Gabby and Rachel. My big takeaway is Gabby wants to be with Nate. Uh, yeah. That's my I big wrote takeaway. here when Nate spoke to Gabby. Nate did a whole thing to Gabby. And she responded. I felt like, like something was still there. I don't know what he says anymore. I didn't take good notes. But I know I noted here, I felt like something was still there. Okay. <laughs> if I am the person that proposed to Gabby in the in two or three weeks, whenever that if show airs, did. if I'm that guy sitting at home watching this men tell all, and I see Nate and, and Gabby, you know, I'm I'm having questions about my relationship. Okay. Because the feeling seems to still be there. On both sides. On both sides. On both sides. Anything on the bloopers? They were funny. They were I fun. liked them. Yeah. Gabby's great. I wish they would have just had her. I wish she just had a full season to really shine. Yeah. I, I agree. hope she's in paradise. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm saying I, I hope I, she doesn't end up with, with anybody, <laughs> and I hope she's in paradise. That's what I hope. If I were to hope she ended up with someone, it's probably Eric. But I wouldn't mind Which if would she you wasn't prefer? with anyone. Which would you prefer? A, a lifetime of happiness with Eric or a couple Bachelor in Paradise runs? The next two seasons. Let me, get, let me at, ask you this. Oh, the Paradise runs. If she's uh, happy with if Eric, you I'll could never have see a, her again. <laughs> a lifetime of happiness with Gabby where she occasionally shows up for stuff, maybe does a wedding special with Eric. Or you I'd can like have three seasons of Bachelor in Paradise with Gabby. What would you take? Well, three is a lot. I, I would prefer two to three. I prefer two, two rather three. than three. Okay, two. Yeah, you don't want three because three be is too, too much many. paradise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two's the sweet. I don't spot. want to think about three's paradise seasons from now. I don't. <laughs> okay, so two seasons of Gabby on Bachelor in Paradise, or Gabby being married. In paradise, easy. For fifteen years, let's say fifteen years. I don't. I I genuinely do not care how long these people get married because when they're go- they're out of out of sight, out of mind when they're married. Yeah. If Gabby and Eric get married and are married for 14 and a half years from now, am I going to care at all? I'm not going to think about that. (laughs) But if I get two seasons of Gabby and Paradise. I like seeing them get married. Well, if it comes with a special, it has to come with a special. Okay. I've never seen a special in real time. I've never seen a marriage special on the show. And we've been doing this for like seven years. Yeah. They're great. Magical. It's like the royal wedding. I know. I've seen them, but they're not like the royal wedding. They're not live. It's like the royal wedding with cast you really care about people there that you really care about no sarah highland and wells's wedding was the bachelor royal wedding because there were like stars in attendance (laughs) (laughs) uh anything else on this no i don't think so segment seven uh segment seven uh go see the new movie bros only in theaters they're pretty good i'm an eichner guy yeah. Okay. You know. And when I say that, I mean. But what I are we those... watching? But what are we watching here? This was like two, this was like this two segments of segment two segments. Watch the movie trailer, interview the guys from the movie, have them talk about what's on the show. When they went to commercial and came back, and those two guys <laughs> yeah. were still out there, I'm like, what the <laughs> yeah. fuck is going on? <laughs> I know. <laughs> what? Is, what? I don't need a two segment commercial. I can get one. Okay, that's fine. Okay, I, I understand. Bill's got to be paid. Meatball stripped down to his boxers and poured. I sauce believe Eichner poured the sauce on him, and then they hugged. I saw him spear. I saw him spear Billy Eichner at the end. He tackled. Did he spear him. him? He tackled him. Okay, brought him down. He got sauce all over him. Yep, that's promotion though. Good promotion. Segment eight. Um, I kind of forgot that I, I skipped the preview for the rest of the season. I didn't watch it. Anything else on mental all? Um, no. No. I wish you didn't watch it, frankly, because this this what I'm about to say would be more it would hit harder. You'd be you'd be like you'd be more taken aback by what I'm about to say after the break. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You hit on it, AB. This was not necessary to air. The whole thing? The whole thing. Tell-alls are done. What about how Jesse in the middle of the episode goes, and you can go watch the rose ceremony online or some shit? Oh, we didn't mention that? No, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, they didn't show the rose ceremony. Jesse said we had a rose ceremony, but we're too jam-packed with stuff. Two segments of the bros, guys. Yes. We can't air the rose ceremony. Go watch it online. They're cutting rose ceremonies for time this season. The rose ceremony is the number one thing people like about this show. Yeah, absolutely. They didn't, they're cutting. They cut one. It's the climax of every show. I don't care if everybody's getting them. Still show it to us. Let me see it. This was not necessary to air. I don't like it when, you know, like the good cast members are yelling over each other so they can like get their big moment to tell off the bad cast member. But yeah. it's even worse when the bad actors aren't even there. <laughs> it's, it's, that's way worse. It's not even there. Hayden wasn't there. The one guy. The one guy who was like, maybe. It's kind of. And he's on, he's on Paradise. Like, why are they? They're actually like on Paradise? TV. He's on Paradise. I'm almost certain. I saw that floating around somewhere. I don't know where I heard that. It might not be official yet, but I believe he's on Paradise. If you're not going to have people for the audience to boo, then this is a worthless event. Nothing was, there was no drama to rehash. There was no quarrels to squash. The, nothing. Nothing Especially happened. Especially eating up a whole episode for it. If anything, just do this with them after the final rose or whatever. Do a short segment then where you have all the guys there. I don't, I, you don't need a full episode. Not only that, AB, zero cast members had hot seat time with the lead. Oh, yeah, that's right. There was no Nate and uh, Gabby. There was no Tyler and Rachel. The closest would be Nate, I guess, in terms of, I don't, I, I'm, these relationships aren't, we don't care. The, as a, we don't care. As a viewer, we don't care. We didn't care enough. I didn't, I didn't long for that, for any of them to get one-on-one time sitting down there with them. It would have felt weird if Tyler Nate and Rachel had to closest. sit down because they, they never had a date. That would have been their closest thing to a date. Yeah. Was this one-on-one. <laughs> the number of, I get it. You got to have a little sponsored content. You got to promote Bachelor in Paradise. I had no problem with that. But the, the sheer volume of it was nauseating. We had New Kardashians on Hulu with a trailer. No, hold up. I know you like <laughs> that, but add that, add that in. Virgin Cruise Lines. That was a whole, that was a whole segment. Bachelor in Paradise is all a segment. It usually is. And then the bro segment was two segments with trailer hijinks and reviewing scenes from the show. This was hardly a tell-all. And there was Avon's Hometown, which took up 20 minutes. The worst tell-all in history, in my opinion. And I've I've been watching them. They've been bad. This was worse. Here's my solution. Move the tell-alls to online only. Live stream. Live stream. Live stream, no editing. Put it on YouTube, put it on Twitch. Well, they're not going to do that. Trim down the number of contestants who are there also. 
you got to be a top. Make it We've like been Survivor. saying that for years. Make it like you have to. You have to get to a certain point in the show to be eligible. But for then the you title. don't have Roby there with his hair. You you. I have... can live without that. Oh, okay. I can live without Roby because he. What dyed about his fan hair. vote? You can do a fan vote too. There's top ten get to show up. Imagine the buzz from an unedited live. Show. You would have to tune into that. Anything can happen because it's unedited. You don't know what's going to happen. They can't cut things out. Why does it have to be online then? Just do it unedited on the show. Three second delay, like Monday well, you Night put Raw. Me pretzel. Um, because it takes too long. This would be a five yeah, hour it does event. Take too long. Yeah, this would be five hours. Plus, then you don't have to skip a week of shows. I don't, they'll probably never do it, but this it seems like this is not a well received. I didn't have fun watching this. It's only a good time saying this as someone that does not watch it. It would only be it's relevant. enticing to me in a, you know, a Lee situation, a real villain having to come in front of the fucking the jury into the terror dome and, and get what's coming to him. That's the only situation that I that even remotely intrigues me. And when they don't have any, any, I, I don't even, that wouldn't, that wouldn't have sold me on this season either, but I'm with you that this should be online. This cast just didn't, the storylines in this cast just didn't have anything that interested me. No. Agreed. Anything else on the whole? No, I, I like a live stream unedited. Um, they're never going to do that, but that sounds interesting. We have post-show segments. We have a big mailbag. Uh, my power rankings for this week are a promo for another show. In the spirit of the tell-all, if you want my power rankings of the Southern Charm cast members in inverse order of how good of friends they are, tune into this week's episode of More Rimin' AB exclusively at patreon.com slash Rimin' AB. <laughs> That's going to be... Those and we'll be talking about, about Paradise? We're going to get that and Paradise? I think we're getting that and wow. Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> if you're on the fence. If you're on, if you're the, on fence. the fence. <laughs> I got tag team champions for both portions of this episode. Avon's hometown. Well, it, the mental all was obviously Billy Eichner and Luke McFarlane. This is his name. Obviously. Yeah. And then Avon's hometown. It was Lorelai and the great beyond. That was the tag team <laughs> champion. Listen to me, Rim. Lorelai don't know shit about the great beyond. She's no, fake. She's <laughs> that's a, a fake witch. <laughs> I think that's a fake. She doesn't know shit that's a about business witch, which for business purposes. <laughs> Lady hasn't fucking touched the great beyond and sniffed it. <laughs> she said, "Oh wow, Rachel, I can sense some indecision in you. <laughs> you got a big decision coming up." Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Thanks, Lorelai. Lady, you're just—you can't bullshit a bullshitter. I know that's some—you aren't reading anything there. Let's do the Rose League standings quickly. Uh, this is combined totals from the last uh. two weeks. I had 120 points. 48 people finished in first with 188 points. Eric had to put up Wilt Chamberlain numbers. He had 75 of those points. <laughs> the two sticker winners this week, randomly chosen out of the top 48, Team J. Duke and Team Big Drick. Let's keep it clean in the hey, Rose League. Excuse <laughs> yourself, big big drick. Big drick. Big drick. <laughs> big drick. Watch yourself. <laughs> Watch it. Team J Duke. Team Big Drick. 
Okay. <laughs> Update in the overall standings. Team Mel Corley has a healthy lead. Cheater over Team V Gordy. <laughs> 912 to 895. Followed by Team Alley Fitz, Team Pessimism, and Team Pack Your Bags. Do you have an update? Did you do it this week, AB, or last week? Yeah, I did. Real bad. 709. Or 790 out of 805. You can't do. I don't know. Oh, that's the worst. Like, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on here. I used How, to be good. That's the worst combo. I think I had the worst. I probably had the second worst possible combo right i think that's one. the worst no because there's 15 there's people probably... worse than me are they tied with you no oh well then yeah probably the second worst second worst combo yeah yeah how about the mailbag last week's question 773-234-7794 was what did you think of tino's hometown big mailbag we got a lot of tino hometown feedback but we also got a lot of other stuff which i want to include mm. So it's it's the variety bag. Alyssa's first. She says, I definitely felt his parents were way too harsh and they bothered me in a way I can't remember other parents bothering me in recent history. I thought Tino's dad telling Rachel this is your second go around was offensive, invalidating and dismissive. I guess it came down to respect. The majority of parents believe that the show is ridiculous and they usually have valid skepticism, but at the end of the day, they say they'll support their kid, which I think is the only appropriate response here. They said absolutely nothing groundbreaking. They were just cold. I thought Rachel handled it well, though. I really think Zach is the best match for her, but agree with you guys that Tino is her favorite. So the parents not loving her definitely hits harder for her with him being number one. Thank you, Alyssa. Yuande from Seattle. Tino's parents were fully aware of how they were behaving and complete asses in how they received a guest. You would have thought she killed their dog or something. There's a way to show skepticism and probe, because let's be honest, what we've seen from Rachel and Tino doesn't seem that deep, but with, without being antagonistic and hostile. I think they didn't want Tino to go on the show. He went on anyways, and they decided they'd have fun ruining his chance of winning. I don't think they sh took this show or possible relationships that could come out of it seriously and wanted to make sure all the viewers knew this and knew that they thought they were better than everyone, especially Rachel. I actually wish they did hometown dates earlier in the season. That way it would be just about getting to know the families versus being grilled about engagements and love. By the time hometowns typically roll around, leads already know who they love and who they're going to pick, and no matter what red flags the families call out about the contestant, leads won't heed because they're already in too deep. Thank you, Yuande. Any, any feedback about having the hometowns early in the season? What do you think about that, AB? I'm going to have to disagree on that. Can't, can't get behind the hometowns being earlier. I want the guys to be in love. I want them to be in love. I want all the parents to see their, their kids in love. It helps increase the drama there. Joni in Denver, Tino's family are a giant red flag. From the way he behaved on the group date, I could tell he, wasn't used, he isn't used to being told no. His interactions with his mom made me think he is the golden child. The way they spoke to her was condescending, and I can see glimpses of that in Tino, too. I wouldn't want to see him or his parents get mad. If I were Rachel, mm. I would stay far away. Thank you, Joni. Maria in Atlanta. Tino's family was so out of line. I don't agree with Rachel that they hated her because they didn't even try to get to know her at all. I get being skeptical of the process, but let's be honest, a bachelorette engagement is not a, quote, real engagement. At best, it's a commitment to try dating exclusively in the real world. 
no one is in danger of getting married too quickly. Don't know if you saw Tino's dad's whack-ass Facebook posts that have come out. I have not. In parentheses where he stuff, says stuff like, I hope Tino doesn't bring shame on the name and he may not be welcome back home if he cries on the show. <laughs> in parentheses, <laughs> this, is, this is a family that's more interested in keeping up appearances than supporting their son, Rachel Run. Thank you, Maria. That's an interesting thing, though. It's how bad would parents have to be for you to completely terminate a relationship with someone that you really care about it's a thought i've never thought of because <laughs> that 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 this duo might, it might be might it. have been it <laughs> like i don't want to deal with this they're gonna talk about it at the they have to talk about th- it. they're gonna talk about it and who knows how that will go but i don't think that experience it wasn't a runaway for Tina. her no some semi-unrelated things. Allie from Portland says the producing this season has left nothing up for debate. I haven't seen spoilers, but it seems so obvious to me that Eric and Tino are the two winners. Think about the major drama at the end of Clayton's season. Both Gabby and Rachel were so pissed that he said I loved you to more than one woman. And here are, here are Gabby and Rachel each saying they are falling in love with Eric and Tino. No way they are going to say it to more than one guy after what happened last season. So obviously they are, those are the front runners. There's no mystery to the season, which has been a major problem for me as a viewer. I'm bored. Thank you, Allie. Amy says, not related to the question, but I wanted to say I love the two-lead format. I've been watching The Bachelorette since Emily's season, and this is my favorite season by far. During regular seasons, I'm usually so bored that I'm scrolling my phone the whole time, but that hasn't been the case once this season. I love the two-lead format because it keeps things exciting. I want them to do this for every season in the future. Otherwise, the episodes are just too boring. Thank you, Amy. Had to include that one. It's good to have other opinions, Rim. I think that's a minority opinion for certain. Yeah. Amy from Delaware. More Logan conspiracy corner ideas for you. What if Logan left so early so he could be on Paradise? His picture was released with the starting cast, so I assume he will be there day one. And would only be able to do that if he left the season before Hometowns. I'd never know the schedule, but the that's schedule, possible. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe that was like, hey, you know. You know what? This isn't. You know, just <laughs> I haven't had a date. This isn't, this isn't worth it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure if you gave Logan the choice in that moment, He'd I don't know if Paradise this is true, but if the producers were like, do you want to leave and go to Paradise right now? Or do you want to stay on this boat and maybe get another rose? He's going to say. Let me get out of here. Paradise, hundred times Just out of hundred. Just tell him I have COVID. <laughs> Just tell him I have COVID. Simple as that. Simple as that. Get out of jail free excuse. Nobody that, can question you. It's the ultimate excuse. It used to be kids. Kids used to be the ultimate excuse. Get out of anything with kids. Now it's COVID. Now it's COVID. Yep. A couple notes about the Tyler breakup. Erica from Toronto says, "I think he was duped by the production team." I bet they said, hey, Rachel's having some doubts about beating your family. You should reassure her and tell her how you feel. This mm. could be your last chance to tell her before you fall behind or something like that. Then when Tyler realizes he's getting dumped, he was like, oh, I've been set up and he had to just roll with it. Thank you, Erica. Interesting. Victoria, a first time texter from Dallas, says, I'd like to have a seat in the conspiracy corner regarding Tyler breakup. I'm convinced that producers were the ones who made Tyler keep on talking and he played ball. Rachel told the producers separately that she wanted to break up with him, and then they went and told Tyler to share all his emotions no matter what. He had another example of how production doesn't care about their leads. Rachel, these producers are not your friend. Thank you, Victoria. 
973 Ari Coates says, I agree that Tyler might not have been very genuine. As someone from the Jersey Shore, being a boardwalk game owner is a major red flag. Just the simple occupation scares you away. Those guys are always trying to heckle you into playing way too, paying way too much money on a game that's impossible to win. Well, that's, that's the business. name of the game. That's business. That's big <laughs> business. That's big <laughs> Maybe boardwalk I'll you, business. I'll tell you what, if I owned a boardwalk, that'd be the, exactly the same way. Absolutely. Maybe you I'm can't knock my people's absolute hustle <laughs> and hustle. drive. You, hey, you know the deal. You don't got to play. <laughs> 973 says, maybe I'm letting my personal experiences influence my opinion, but I never trusted him. Immediate ick. Thank you, 973. The game's the game. Okay, now for the finale of the mailbag, which is uh, a selection of rules of engagement. Comments. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Of course. <laughs> I knew when I said that. People would come out <laughs> of the woodwork of the woodwork to show their support for rules of engagement. Did they ever? <laughs> a lot of rules of engagement comments and messages this week. <laughs> Can you this read the biggest couple? thing we got? <laughs> Nicole F says, "I also watched all of rules of engagement." The funny thing about what you said is that <laughs> to completion, that was the funny thing. Call it rules of engagement episode one to finale. Nicole F says, "I also." I also watched all of Rules of Engagement and have referenced it in a surprising number of times over the years to no one who's watched it. I was thinking Uncle Pat and David Spade could team up again for BIP. Also, my son's name is Perry. It's not a family name, and I'm not a Perry Mason fan. I just think it's a cool name. Thank you, Nicole. Oh, wow. So double connection to that episode. We got a young Perry. We got a young-ass Perry and Rules of Engagement. Now, I can't think of anything that happened in Rules of Engagement that you would possibly use outside of the yeah. uh, outside That's of the like show that one time on rules of engagement <laughs> i can't imagine what not... she would be referencing that she's used in the everyday world <laughs> there are no I'm a funny fan jokes. Of cultural references that you know no one else is gonna understand this yeah me too half the joke. me too me too i just can't think of anything that happened in that show <laughs> and i watched it start to finish ellen from st louis says the same thing i've watched every episode of rules of engagement it's the first show I ever saw with Patrick Warburton and David Spade. And David Spade's in it, too. I, for, I always forget that. That's surprising, because he's the yeah. actual star of the two. When I saw Uncle Pat on the preview for the Hometown episode, I said, that's the rules of engagement guy. Yep. I also had a similar reaction when David Spade was announced as Bachelor in Paradise host. Thank you, Ellen. Sammy from Colorado says, cheers, AB, for his knowledge on Uncle Pat. Him being on Hometowns was the best part of the season so far. Big Patrick Warburton fan over here, and then several others also mentioned rules of engagement. Mm. Good to hear there's a few out there. Rules of engagement hive. Stand up. Yeah. The thing is, they got to syndication. I'm not aware of them being syndicated anywhere. Maybe they weren't picked up. <laughs> I'm not they aware just... of them. I, I'm not aware of it being on. I've never seen it on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it'd be time for your big Bachelor headline of the week. I know you got at least a couple, right? Uh, I lost it, Rim. No, nope. lost him. No, I had one earlier. Remember the thing about the whatever. You want me to count that one? Whatever I said. Yeah, let's count that. Kind of this assignment is incomplete. Actually, uh, this, <laughs> this is missing. This will stay missing. <laughs> Are you going to have one next week, or is it getting too dicey out there with spoilers? There's spoilers for Bachelor and Paradise and Bachelorette going running rampant in the I think in that's where it, I'm then. looking. Okay. I'll 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 tiptoe in. I'll see how it looks next week. Feel to see how the waters is. Hey, what's the what's the mailbag question for next week? We didn't do that. Um, Should we have one? 
Yeah, suggestions for tell all revamping. Yeah, let's do. If that's any. a good idea. Let's do suggestions for tell all. What do you? First of all, do you like it? Should it Two continue? Part question. Should it, yeah. should it continue? If so, do you have any tweaks to the format that would make people like myself uh, interested in yeah. watching it? Okay, mailbag question of the week seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. That's also where you can send your Refer Friend Month September to Remember Refer Friend Month sales event entries. Anything can't else, wait. AB? No, can't wait to see those start rolling in. Two weeks of overnight dates coming up. Oh, the Facebook group, Rim. Things are popping in the Facebook group. You got to get in there if you're not in there. We're closing in on 2,000 uh, members. Wow. Wow. Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.